Hello, everybody. It's me, Advocate the Ape, a.k.a. Conspiracy Ape. Joined with me, as always, my buddy, Culture Cat. Say hello to everybody, Culture Cat. Sup, 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 guys. There's a whole lot going on, right? As always. Uh, hey, dude, what? Check, check this out. Check this out. This is the audio of Mike Pence after his brief, after his briefing. One second. All of you need to answer this. What is going on? You're not working with the Trump administration. Your whole part of not recognizing democracy. You're all undermining the democratic elections. Every one of you. Why is this? And you won't work with the transition. So, let me get this straight. That is a room full of reporters yelling at Mike Pence to answer questions, throwing (laughs) allegations at him and saying a bunch of shit, but but we can't get a straight answer from Joe Biden about fucking anything. And I'm not talking about his stutter or speech impediment. I'm talking about we can't get a straight answer on whether or not he's going to frack we can't get any answers from him at all, and that's what that's what they're doing right now. They're screaming they're like that. So upset. Hey, what are what are we gonna do? Why what is going on? What's going on? I'm gonna lose my you mind. You need to answer questions. You need to come back here right now. They're dude. They are. I I, I kind of like it. They, that's that's what panic sounds like. They seem rattled, right? That's what I was gonna say. It's reassuring. I think, think I th- they'd be all calm and collected if they if they got this in the bag, but they seem why didn't they, seem they like they're panicking? Why didn't they do that to Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell today? Why were they quiet? Why were they so quiet? You couldn't hear anything, and now now they're yelling at Mike Pence for answers. Yeah, they they really gave it to him. Yeah, that's, that's did you watch the press conference? Did you watch the whole thing? No, not the whole thing. I watched, I watched a lot of Rudy's part, and then I saw clips of some of the others. But I want to go back and watch the whole thing. Dude, he was sweating like Shaq at the free th- the free throw line, dude. Like he was really sweating. I don't know what the For fuck sure. that was all about. I mean, maybe he's maybe he's just wore the wrong undershirt. Yeah. Well, it was his big day. You know, it was his big moment. I don't think this is his big moment. His balls off. I think this I don't know. is I don't know how much I trust. It. I don't know how much I trust Giuliani. But I don't know. what's what's the deal with that? Because the guy did a lot for New York during a really traumatic time, and a lot of people really liked him. And if he yeah. would have, you know, if he would have, like, kind of gone out of the public eye after that, he would have been loved by everybody. People were wanting him to run for president. What exactly happened that made people say he's a scumbag, he's a liar, he's crazy? What what was it that made that happen? Well, do you know um do you know who Robert David Steele is? The from the Steele dossier? No, Robert David Steele is that former spy guy who's fucking um 
all about Trump. He's pro-Trump, and he's that the dude with the the white hair. He was like a former Marine. Okay. Um, if you saw him, you would know Robert David Steele. He's got a lot of good shit. He's been on Edge of Wonder and yeah, but what? Like a lot tell of me, shit. okay, anyways, tell me what he did. <laughs> I was just gonna say he talks shit about him all the time, in particular about nine eleven and that his he was complicit in nine eleven and that he helped cover it up. Uh, something to do with like the uh, ambulance and cleaning up the wreckage and stuff. That's not why I don't trust him. First of all, I just I don't know. I, he just see. I'm just talking from on a personal my gut feeling the way he's acting like. The other two women seem a lot more confident and just, I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just saying I have a gut feeling. I don't trust him. I I just, I don't know if I like him. But as far as uh, a lot of people not liking Giuliani, I think it has a lot to do with his actions around 9-11. Well, there's a lot of people on the left that, that think he's a scumbag now because he's stepping up for Trump. Oh yeah, that but that too. You know, even before that, he did something that swayed public eye, and I don't know exactly what it is. I'm sure there's all kinds of shit, man. They've all they've all been there. But I'm just talking about uh, he, and, and all like the 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 civil suits, all these like civil suits that are going nowhere and just kind of making them look stupid. Like I don't know, they should just folk. I don't know, but um, Sidney Powell and what's the new girl's name? You know. Oh, there's like a, there's a new one. I think Gina Ellis or something like that. Off the top of my head, it's something like that. Let me look it up. But she crushed it. She started talking, she started attacking the mainstream media. I saw some clips where she was like, um, if you guys aren't going to report on this, you're doing a, you're, you're doing a severe disservice to journalism. And you know, they're, they're, even yeah. if this isn't, even if it doesn't come out the right way, they, they, they're, they're choosing to not talk about potentially the biggest scandal in American voting history. Um, and the ironic thing is, and it goes without saying that anyone who has two brain cells to room together, they had no proof of the Russian uh, collusion at all. And they, they just kept saying that over and over and over again. So why is the media so opposite now? I think people need to ask themselves that question. This is stunning, heartbreaking, infuriating, and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape, or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government. And we are going to take this country back. We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it. And we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. This is... yeah. What she said. Well, I just want to jump out ahead of this because I know that we we discussed it a little bit, but um, I don't take that as her being scared. I take that as her like some people cry when they're angry, like they're they just they're not good at suppressing that adrenaline. Oh, um, yeah, and I, just, I don't think I think, she's I think she's like ramped up. She's emotional because this is this is like I said earlier, this is a huge scandal. You're stealing the election from the American people. Um, yeah, 
And that to me, that makes me like, it kind of makes me emotional. Like I'm glad that there are people who feel that way. Um, because the media is doing a huge disservice. They're not, even if this isn't real, they should be looking into it. They should be asking questions. And the fact that they're not is really telling. Yeah. She has a shaky voice with, uh, uh, previous interviews with, with like general Flynn too. Like she's always kind of had a shaky voice, but mm-hmm. I think it's amplified when, uh, she's on national television or on a big stage that adrenaline rush for sure mm-hmm. can come off as being afraid, but I don't think that she's a bad bitch. I think she's definitely got you know, nerves and adrenaline, but I wouldn't necessarily like, I don't think she's afraid. Like they don't have a case or something, but definitely just natural nerves. That's what it looks like. I just don't like put, putting yourself in the position of a lawyer, especially like one that deals with people, you know, um, going to jail or murder cases or, you know, you have to be a certain kind of human because you're like, your job is to keep this person out of jail. And if you fail, they could be, you know, killed in prison. And that's a lot of pressure for you to like suit up and walk into a courtroom and be totally fine if you lose. Like to be able to put your head on a bed at night and go to sleep after you lost a case with someone who was innocent, you know, like that's got to be really hard to deal with. So I just assume anyone who's, in a, who's a lawyer has a, a, a certain kind of, you know, like conscious. They're sociopath. No, they're just, I mean, <laughs> if you're on the wrong side, you have to be a sociopath. That's remember, that's Hillary why. Clinton is a lawyer. Exactly. That's one of the people I'm talking about. Like when she was laughing about getting that guy off who raped some girls, it's like, you, you, how do you go to bed at night? What's your main goal? What do you hear? Because like most people, it's to collect money or gain power. But I just don't, I don't have that in me. Yeah. Well, Sidney Powell says the Kraken has been released, so. Like to, like during the press conference, she said that? Oh, no. She was on Twitter. Someone asked when she was going to release the Kraken. She said it already has been released. It's just taking time or some shit like that. So then, then to me, the Kraken would be that this election used an algorithm that flipped votes and they produced fake mail-in ballots when they needed them. There's affidavits that say that they're printed out. They're on certain kind of paper and they're like they almost look like they're mechanically um, colored in. So would that be the Kraken? Like to you, what's bigger than that? What's bigger than like the Dems and the news? Like it makes sense. Can we just put this together for people real quick? Like Twitter comes out and says you can only have seven, these seven news networks are allowed to 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 release the, um, to call the election. They're allowed to call certain states. And those seven news networks then would, it would make sense that they would then have the information that the Democrats would want to have. So you guys have the real information coming from the Dominion algorithm and everyone else is waiting for you guys to now tell us what's going on. So now who's in charge of the Dominion, whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's China, whether it's Venezuela, whoever, that's another story. But if, if, if that did happen and the news and the media were all complicit in it, is that the Kraken? Or is there something possibly bigger than that? I think the Kraken is the whistleblower from Dominion. Okay. So it is, it's that information then. It's and a then first how they hand, got it. firsthand employee, like someone who can like literally say, yeah, we were doing that. And a military person. Signed per, like the, under the uh, consequences of perjury. Um, so... I, I mean, I don't fucking know, but I think that could be the Kraken is 
um, a whistleblower. Well, for a Dominion. For yeah, I, so. I honestly think that's what it is. I think it was a computer Dominion. I think they cheated with the computer, and that's why the mainstream media is driving home the whole like, oh, are they going to get more ballots? Are they mm-hmm. going to count more ballots? Like taunting people. Like there was no they cheating because it's all in the fucking computer. You know what I mean? There was, was a sharpies. Yeah, they're driving home everything. It's fucking not and making fun of everybody. But meanwhile, it was just what? Okay, here's the thing. This isn't like. Everyone's always wondered, like, why the fuck are the elections done with computers? This shit can get fixed so easily. Everyone's always thought that. Younger people, I remember, like, growing up thinking, like, voting, why they're using, like, you could fix this so fucking easily. I never, ever really had confidence in elections, you know? So then they come out and say, like, yeah, they, the computers can fix it. It's like, no shit, they can fix it. It's just, are we finally at a point in history where we're going to fucking acknowledge it and do something about it? That's well, really what I mean, it is. To be fair, you know? we're not really that far into computer history. The, the computers haven't been counting ballots for more than thirty years. I'd yeah, imagine. but even yeah, the the scantrons. Sure, I mean, what the seventies, maybe, maybe fifty years. Well, that's fucking my lifetime. No, which is, yeah, can do a I mean, lot but that's if that. I'm thinking maybe the nineties, late eighties, early. Yeah, well, 90s. even then, they could they could cheat the system in lots of ways like fucking hire david blaine hire fucking him he'll figure out well, a way to rig your fucking election like yeah exactly. <laughs> well so that's that's i mean i wanted to, to kind of and this this goes right into it but seth rich like the rigging of the primaries for bernie sanders when they gave it to hillary clinton that was when i jumped ship that was when i was like okay something's fucked up here he was winning all he had more pull he had more ads running he had more crowds it was ridiculous what bernie sanders was doing to hillary clinton and then during the primary she beat him so seth rich notices that they're using some kind of algorithm because he watched the the actual election and bernie was winning and then he sees okay they're fucking doing something so he he takes the the evidence downloads it onto the thing and gives it to Julian Assange and then he ends up dead. So that just furthers in more evidence to rigged elections because it was done the same exact way. So, I mean, when people say there's no evidence, it's like, yeah, these are just hunches and if I don't really have the actual numbers, but there's a pattern there and it seems to always favor the Democrats. Or the Democrat henchmen like fucking... um, George Bush. Gotta love the Bushes. So lovable. That's something that's really frustrated. Uh, frustrating about being like a modern uh, Republican is like I people thinking you're into the Bushes. It's like get the fuck out of here with that shit. I'm not into the Bushes. I'm really not even. I, I, a Republican is an idea. I don't think these motherfuckers have been representing this these ideas with integrity for a long time you know what i'm saying so it's like get the fuck out of here with the bush family well the idea is yeah you're absolutely right i mean we they don't they don't get lumped into certain things on the left yeah i mean like the the clintons do a lot of lefties are like uh don't want to own hillary clinton which is you know good i'm just saying like i'll get in a lot like being a, a republican today in modern times i think it's like a new thing i think i think trump is the most conservative president of our lifetime um they say since reagan but i don't know 
but I think he's like an actual Republican. I don't think he's a, I think the Bush family were globalists, like corporate fucking globalist fuck faces. They, well, they weren't, they didn't represent, they were very full of shit. I mean, you can go on and on and on. I was <clears throat> thinking like, um, as far as 9-11 is concerned, if Gore, if they tried to fix the election for Gore and Bush got in, like what if fucking 9-11 was some kind of uh, retaliation. Like attack on the Bush? Yeah, retaliation. I know this is so fucking far out no, there. It's just like a stoner thought I had. Like, Trump would have had one, and he hasn't. I mean, yeah, that's true. It could be more prepared for it. Unless you count COVID. I mean, you could, because people right? are saying COVID is the new 9-11, but... It's to, to, to make them submissive again, to bring them back. Yeah. Um, um, it could have been something that was planned anyways, but it was like... COVID or 9-11? 9-11. Uh, this is no, most likely wrong. I just, I just yeah. like to correlate, like, okay, well, Bush had to go to court. He had to go to court to win the election. So it makes you think, like, maybe Gord, there's some fuckery there, right? So you well, could see them being like, eh. I think I think Bush and Gore was like a McCain-Obama situation. I think both of them was a win-win for the Democrats because George Bush's dad has had already done all the groundwork, and he represented the Republican Party under Reagan and then took the presidency and then lost to Bill Clinton. I think he realized... And he and you got to understand, Desert Storm happened during uh, George Bush Senior, and that was nine eleven was the introduction to Desert Storm Two, which was George Bush Junior just finishing what George Bush One had done. So it all falls right in the line with Bush, no matter which way you look at it. I think if Gore would have won, they would have they would have done almost the same thing, except it would have been more stuff on global warming and attacks of submission in that manner. Yeah. Um, and it just, they had a way around both sides because they controlled both parties. And Trump then it was, and is then it just Kerry and Bush after that, right? Yeah. Nobody and really they were liked like Kerry. buddies. Yeah. They were like buddies. They went to, they were in the same frat. They were in the same okay. frat, but at different times. But still, they were really, Dude, doesn't it matter. Was, it was another Obama McCain situation. You know how those frats work, though? They fucking yeah. knew each other. They I just want to be clear. They probably, they probably sucked each other's dick on I, camera. I, yeah, I understand that, but I just want to be clear with, okay, because you give anybody who wants to be a naysayer an inch, they're going to take a mile, and they're just going to throw everything out. So, yes, True. they were in the same They were in the same fraternity. They did not attend school at the same time, but they probably partied, and John Kerry was probably one that jerked him off in the coffin. Who knows? Yeah. It's just... It, it, Yale, it is, Yale is shady. I don't trust Yale. I don't trust that fucking that institution. A lot of shady, shady fucks come out of Yale. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, all jokes aside, like when you when you actually look into it, there's been a lot of fucking people that come out of Yale. I know it's a prestigious school, obviously, but is it really like when you think about school? Are they really prestigious or just for like really rich people? So they can get better positions, like just elitist schools. Oh, well, I think that in turn just naturally makes it prestigious. Yeah, but it's like, do you actually have to be fucking smart? Like, do you? No. Is George they Bush have really? Them in there? Does he really deserve to go to Yale? 
I don't know. I know what you're saying. He gets a rap for being like a fucking stupid guy, but I doubt he really is a stupid man. Probably shouldn't have been the president. Do you think that he was just extending his daddy's fucking presidency? Do you think he even wanted to be there? Because it didn't seem like it at times. Um, No, I just think he grew up with that kind of power, so it was normal to him. And he was just like going through the motions, and that was what it was like. It was so natural for him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think, I think it's interesting to me that Bush, that Bush senior only had one term to me. I want to know why, like, you, you know, it, it just seems like there was way more to the plan. Like they wanted to start it and he couldn't be the one at the head because of some weird reason. So he passed the torch to a young charismatic guy that everybody liked to sway everybody in a certain direction, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it really is about swaying shit. Like, there's a reason why people usually do two terms and then the next party gets elected. Like, people get sick of it. Like, they almost take too much power and then it swings in the opposite direction. So maybe he was just jumping ahead of that and got Clinton after him. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But it just really is interesting to me why he only served one term. Yeah. Hopefully... Hopefully that's not the case with Trump. Bum, bum, bum. I can't I even don't... think of, I can't even think of the, like, the scenario where Biden's the president. I'm still, I'm very, I'm very, um, I still have faith. I still believe. But if that day comes and goes and Biden's the president, like, fuck, dude. Let's just talk about that for a second. I mean, it's. It is really hard to fathom. It's more of just like a, we would kind of, I mean, I would assume the, the, the role of like, well, let's sit back and see how fucked up my life is for the next four years and, and laugh at everybody who voted this in. You don't think there's some kind of civil war at that point from like, you know, far right militias and just Black Lives Matter and Antifa, just the constant, I mean, not really involving normal people like you or I, but. You know what I'm saying? Just like background noise battles for years. Like this is like a new war. But well, if you really want to get like serious it's about annoying it, as fuck. If that's the case, if this is a new war and we're gonna have Antifa and Black Lives Matter and like fucking far right uh, militias in the streets for like the next ten years or so, like that's gonna suck balls. Well, there, there's gonna be one one of two things are gonna happen. Okay, either they, the Democratic Party um, is going to not follow through with anything that they said they were going to do. And it's going to be a much milder version of what we all expect. And then everyone will just like wait and we'll, we'll do it in the courts. Um, throughout those four years, though, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of antagonizing. There's going to be a lot of people losing their jobs for the stance that they took. There's going to be a lot of shit being shoved down our children's throats on TV and stuff that we're really not going to like and how we react to that. I'm not sure. But there's a calm, mild version of this where we kind of just bite our tongue for the next four years. And then there's the uh, like extreme version where they go into a six week long mandate. They are uh, um, shut down. People start losing their jobs and their livelihoods and they take to the streets. Yeah. 
and there's more to that than than just the mandates, but that's one major one that if they don't if they do that, they're gonna see the people that are gonna like it's because you're messing with people's money. You're messing with people's like way of life and you're getting us dependent on the government. If they do that, they are gonna see a pushback a hundred percent. And it's not gonna be pretty. It's it, it's not gonna be pretty. I mean, I'm yeah. interested to see how the left follows through with like the defund the police shit when the militia's walking through the streets and they're like, we call the cops, call the cops. It's like you defunded them. So now the people with the guns have control and that's not really a far reality. It's scary. It's really scary. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fucking weird that, you know, the whole saying that history repeats itself. Yeah. And you have the Spanish flu, like, basically 100 years ago. Exactly. Mm, Great Spanish Depression. Flu. Something that's weird about the Spanish flu is when I was, I was looking into it on, uh, on, the wiki, on the wiki page, it says that there were 17 250 million deaths. It's like, how is there such a discrepancy? 17 to 50 million? That's a Big fucking gap. You mean not not seventeen million to fifty million, but like the number seventeen. Yeah, like the wow. number, they don't know for sure. They're like anywhere from seventeen to fifty. There's arguments. Like like they don't know. They don't know if there's <laughs> arguments like that from, it's only seventeen. <laughs> well, apparently, if why would they even say that then? No, you're right. It's, I'm it's just probably, saying. Okay, it probably correlates to like exactly what's going on today. There's probably some people that are like, uh, they didn't, they were already dying in Spanish flu, put them away, they don't count. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's probably different tallies, which brings, it's just like you can see these old pictures of the Spanish flu, and it, it's just, dude, it's like exactly what's going on today. Yeah. They shut businesses down, they shut theaters down, everyone's a fuck, wearing a fucking mask. It's like there's signs saying that it's like the rule, you must wear a mask, or you'll get jailed. Just very fucking similar. It's weird. And, yeah, and then not only that, did you, do you know about the Red Summer? No. So the Red Summer happened in 1919, and it was, like, it was racial riots that took place in three dozen cities across the United States. Three dozen. Yeah, and that happened. it's called the Red Summer, and it happened in 1919. And it was all, like, race riots. And not only that, the fucking communist revolution happened in in uh, nineteen eighteen. Wow. Yeah, and and there's like a big fucking uh, economy uh, recent collapse shit. Yeah, but, the Great Depression. But I was just gonna say, if we're gonna go by this chart, that means the Roaring Twenties are coming. Well, the argument is that they already happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I just think it's interesting that all those things, all those three things correlated, and I wonder if that's a coincidence or not. I wonder if it, it is all really goes together. Well, people say, like, in that case, right, that means you would either be born at the tail end of it and then have to live at your old age through the shit part, or you would have to, you would be, like, born during the crappy time and then live right? out the end. So it's like... Simulation what, theory. Yeah, well, which one would you choose? And the crazy thing is, is when I was learning about the Great Depression, that was like one of my biggest fears. Like I was like, and I was in school, like, you know, I was a kid and I was like, I don't want to live 
like that. Like I heard stories from like my grandparents and they used to eat like shit on a shingle and shit like that because they didn't have any food. And like, it always freaked me out to think like not like you can't go to the store and get food and like you have to wait in line for the bread and milk and government cheese and stuff. And, and now I thought during the recession we were, we were going somewhere and then that was kind of shitty, like lying around the fucking down a mile street to get gas for $4 a gallon and people losing their houses left and right and occupy wall street. And like, that was really scary and fairly depressing. And then you feel, you know, it was in high school when that happened and you feel like, okay, my future is going to suck because I'm never going to be able to have a house. And then like, I never wanted and now here we are, we're about to take another step down because we're about to become China, China communist. Like we, they're going to move all of our shit away from back to China. They're going to take away all of our independent energy sources. We're going to have to pay money for the world to release itself and to find, you know, science for to fix the climate change. It's just like it's we're, we're oh. on the cusp and it's scary. Social credit. Social credit's next. They're, they're like, they are going through with that in some cities, right? Like no matter what, like some cities are for sure doing it. You know, in China, one of the social credits are, like, if you protest against the government, you lose. And if you say good things about the government on social media, you gain. Those are literal fucking... Yeah, uh, if you if you buy alcohol from the store, you lose a half a point or some shit like that. Yeah, and that's... And I know people that would think that's, like, a good idea. And, dude, and, like, to an extent, if you're a naive person, because, listen, like, you and I are good people. You know, like, we don't park in two places. We, we put our cart w- away when we're done grocery shopping. We, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we pick up our, uh, you know, a dog shit after it shits. I pick my dog shit up. I don't just leave it there. Like, there are, um, we're good people. And if the credit score thing, it's a good idea in theory, you know, to make people behave. But like, who's God? Who's making all these fucking rules? And who's, you know what I mean? We can't, obviously can't give someone the power to fucking give you social credit and take it away and destroy your fucking life. In theory, I can see how it's a good idea. So stupid, stupid people can get fooled by this philosophy. I can totally see how it's a good idea in theory. But it's like, who's the god who's gonna make all these these fucking laws? And it's just, it's just a one ruler away from tyranny. Well, that's that that idea that you have about there. We're, we're one ruler away from tyranny, or one idea really away from tyranny. That is a real fucking serious conversation to have. And the reason why, I mean, because it's true. Like, there's no, there's really no way around it. And. That's what the Constitution protects us from. Like people say, oh, well, hate speech. You know, like, okay, well, what is hate speech? And then that opens the door to realizing that there is no such thing as hate speech because as soon as you start labeling something hate speech, you now give somebody else power over somebody else. And that opens the flood. Well, okay, well, if he's if he can be offended by that, then she can be offended by this. Well, you can't be offended by that because, and it's like, no, who dictates that? Who dictates what type of guns we get 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 banned and which ones aren't? Who dictates any of this? And I blame public school for a lot of what's going on right now. Public school teaches you to fall in line. It teaches you to respect authority, not question it, and. And that's it. It's like I people always say, well, be a leader. Leaders are accepted and wanted. I was a leader. I still am a leader. And leaders are are 
are outcasts. They're they're on the side. Leaders are somebody like Trump because falling in line is going to okay, well where'd you get that? Oh, CNN didn't say it was okay, so it must not be okay. You're 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 relying on CNN to fact check themselves. And at what point did CNN turn around and just go, "Oh, no, I'm going to start dictating the truth," which is exactly what's happening right now. So school teaches you which sources to go to for your verified information. Fall in line and if you if you fall in line, you get rewarded. You get oh, she's a valedictorian. He's going to this school because you're congratulations. You're really good at following rules, remembering shit, and applying it. Good job. And that is we have a we have a a colony, a gigantic country filled with people who are told that they're special, that they're individuals, when really they all have the same fucking cell phone. They're told they're told that they have their own taste in anything and, and they, they can dress however they want, but they all follow the magazines and what, what MTV tells them. It's it's a yeah. it's a giant hypocrisy Harry and I blame Styles. School. Harry Styles wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue. What the fuck? Do you think that was his idea? How much money did they give that poor kid? He's pro he is he's he's probably a gay, which is fine. That's fine if he's a gay. I got nothing against the gays. But <laughs> what? <laughs> But like, who the fuck? Well, what man volunteers to wear a dress on any cover of any magazine? Well, like you said, there's the fuck yeah. is going on with our world, dude? They're turning dudes into chicks and chicks into dudes. Well, that's a different story. I don't think wearing a dress. I mean, there's plenty of like rock and roll has been cross dressing. I mean, yeah, and there's a lot of gays in rock and roll. That's well, fine. sure, but a lot of them aren't gay. I mean, I would I would argue that Steven Tyler's way more flamboyant than Freddie Mercury, you know? Like Steven Tyler looks like the cool mom that lets you drive as long as you, you know. Yeah. Or drive, lets you drink as long as you don't drive. Yeah, but my point is is you know, I mean, it's always been <laughs> yeah. it's always been part of it. So like yeah, I, that, uh, I. But I wouldn't say he's a rock star. I just think I think, like you said, there are some simple-minded people who don't see anything wrong with it. They think that they're empowering their gay friend to get married or to be open if they wear a dress because they're going to get pussy anyway. So why does it really matter? They're not looking deep into what that actually means and what that's signifying for the country. And and and, and there's an argument that there really doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. I mean, they could do Vogue where she's in a fuck uh, where he's in a tub full of milk. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. It means what you want it to mean. And what, what, what it goes with is the rhetoric that the left is pushing to, to transition genders. That's what it goes with. So, yes, in, in, the, in today's cl political climate, him wearing a dress does say more than what Harry Styles may think it means because he's probably a simple-minded person. I don't know him, but I'm just assuming when you're young and you grow up in a fucking boy band, you probably, not, you probably don't care that much about history or psychology word i'm ranting well I'm sorry what wh whether it's whether it's gay or straight or whatever it's definitely feminine it's definitely feminine in my opinion to wear a dress it's and i think feminine. Uh, masculinity is there's literally a toxic max masculinity that phrase uh so i think yeah there's uh they are targeting masculinity and that's probably why Rogan, it's probably why Joe Rogan's become such a little cuck because at least he was, you know, an advocate for masculinity with all the hunting and fucking eating elk and jujitsu and all, all that bullshit. You know? Host of the man show. <laughs> yeah. They had, to, they had to reel him in. They had to be like, God, no, we got to get this motherfucker. 
Well, he got in trouble, right? Didn't he get in trouble for siding with Owen Benjamin for a bit about not giving kids early hormone or puberty blockers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he got he got shit for saying that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like getting upset about the transgender athletes, the transgender mm-hmm. fighters and stuff. He's yeah, been the biggest sure. advocate, I mean, like the biggest celebrity that talks against that. And his argument is that he watched a, like a, a man fighting women in the ring in the octagon and it wasn't it wasn't fun to see i mean there are different bone structures and muscles and densities and um it's just not it's not a healthy thing you know the party that right now that talks about uh science oh trust the science on climate change and on fucking covid they'll be the first ones to tell you that are like there are more than two genders yeah definitely not Definitely not two genders, but um, I think my main point was I don't think he wanted to wear a dress. Oh, you don't? And even if he did, that's not the kind of world I want to live in. I don't think that shit's rock and roll at all. I wouldn't I say he's rock I think, and roll. I think it's whack. And I don't even think, I don't, I don't think homosexuality and masculinity and and femininity like that shit shouldn't fucking correlate it just kind of naturally does i don't care if you're fucking gay i just don't like all the men being beta male like feminine i don't like that and that's okay i'm allowed to have that opinion i'm not really friends with super feminine dudes we don't have a whole lot in common but i would be i'm not against it i'm just naturally I don't fucking get it, and I don't care. I don't give a fuck, but it's not like I'd be proud of my son if he was on Vogue magazine in a dress. Maybe if he had a guitar and it was fucking um, Rolling Stone, that's different. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Cobain did it, but but boy band, boy band, Vogue magazine dress 2020, I don't know, man. Maybe like 1980s rock and roll Rolling Stone magazine, I can, I can live with that. But I agree with you. I think it is part of the agenda. And that's probably why it makes me upset, too. Because mm-hmm. I see what they're doing. We see what they're fucking doing. Maybe if it was organic, you know? Like, it was cool. Like, when Prince did it, that shit seems organic. When Prince did it, just all the feminine shit, that seemed like mm-hmm. Prince wanted to do it. And it seemed like he was a straight man getting a lot of pussy. And it just seemed like his thing. Yeah. And, I, and I can see it. But I can... You know what I mean? When it's forced, it's, it seems forced. And Vogue, they publish a lot of fucking horse shit, dude. A lot of irresponsible stuff, dude. Talking about, like, teaching young girls to do anal sex and shit. And it's, like, it's funny and everything to talk about it. But to be real, it's it's not cool. That shit shouldn't be in magazines and for young girls. Yeah, I mean, the argument is... promiscuous little fucking whores and... The argument is, like, how would... You know, how do they do it safely if they want to do it, if they can't get this information? But, like, the internet exists. You don't (laughs) need to fucking put it on your fucking magazine. That doesn't make sense. Like, people can look up, they can ask, they can literally go to forums and go, yo, I want to have blood sex and I want to make sure I'm okay. So, like, the argument is has always been, like, well, how do they... they We want them to be safe. We want them to be safe. The argument is still we want them to be safe. You know, that's that's the argument of, like, why do you give high school kids condoms? And, the, and then, well, it's because they are going to have sex. Well, they're going to have sex if you give them condoms. It's like, that's the argument. You're right. And what you're Always. saying is just it's a fucking Google search? 
Yeah, exactly. Like, like it doesn't need to be in Vogue magazine. It's like let it like that argument doesn't hold weight as much as it used to because you yeah. can get that information elsewhere now. Well, so it fucking I'm also not, encourages it and normalizes exactly. it and encourages it and kind of makes it okay. It turns your head away from it and kind of gives it a thumbs up. That's like how abortion is. It's like that's a whole other episode and a deep conversation. But it's like I just don't like when abortion is like celebrated and promoted. You know what I mean? Everything else is a debate, whether you're pro-life or pro-choice or whatever. I just hate when it's like celebrated and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like someone, someone, Leah Dunham, didn't she say like, I didn't have an abortion, but I wish I did? Like, what kind of comment yeah, it's is like that? Terrible. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. yeah, abortions, like sometimes they serve a medical purpose. Sometimes it's getting a fucking 16-year-old girl out of trouble because her boyfriend's an idiot and like, you know, whatever. But like, there it does serve its purpose. And when it's when it when you're like getting tallies on your wrists for how many you had or like, you know, chalking it up at home for a scorecard, that's disgusting. And not saying everybody does use that again, but I think like a, a very simple argument of of things getting more and more acceptable is just like the length of girls' shorts. Like oh, yeah. it sounds funny, but like, you know, back in like the twenties, the girls would showing their ankles was a big deal. And then Showing their shin was a big deal. And then their hot, like their knee. Oh my God, forget about it. I was walking through Target the other day. I literally saw a girl's entire vagina right in front of me. <laughs> like a lip Lucky was you. a lip was hanging out of her jean shorts, oh, yeah. bikini, because she wasn't wearing any shorts. So I remember being younger, my sister getting some like length where they had to, well, they, if you put your arm out, it has to go to your thumb. Like that was the dress code. And my dad lost his mind. And like now girls are wearing nothing. Like what yeah. happens? It's, it's, it's got to swim the other, it's got to swing the other direction, right? Like girls are probably starting to wear baggy clothes and like Billie Eilish, she wears yeah. baggy clothes. Satan. She yeah. loves Satan. Yeah. I mean, and like thong bikinis are just like normal now. Yeah. It's just like a normal bikini. Like what the fuck? Like you're you're a, you're somebody's daughter. Like what do you? What's the point? Like why why do you have to show your ass? I, like first of all, as a single male, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but like there's a certain point where like your character needs to take over your sexuality and be like, look, I'm I can't be thirsty at the beach looking at fucking fifteen year old girls' asses because I'm told I'm not allowed to do that. But they're literally wearing thongs at fifteen. It's like I haven't been to the beach in years, so I'm not. I'm not talking from firsthand experience. I'm just making up a scenario. I know yeah. that high school girls wear thong bikinis and they go to the Definitely. beach. They go to Sunsplash or wherever. And, that's and adults, adults have to be there. So like, what is going on? Like, you're not allowed to see her in a thong in the locker room, but you can see her all day at the beach on, in a fucking thong. Why is that okay? Yeah, it's not. And right. it's like. In other countries, that kind of shit has been okay for a long time. The whole, like, fucking 15, 16-year-old girl shit is, like, more normal in other fucking way less amazing countries than America. And I think that that's where a lot of people justify it. But I agree with you. It's fucking disgusting. It's, like, slowly normalizing um, fucking pedophilia and... Not even that. It's just normalizing sex everywhere. Well, normalizing the sexualization of underage girls. I mean, let's just face it. They're underage. <laughs> like, yeah. But naked even, at the fucking beach with their vaginas hanging out. First of all, where the fuck are their parents? Even if they're not underage, bro. Even if it's just like a 22-year-old girl. That was a good point, girl. though. What you made. Yeah. 
but because that's fucking that's training other men that are growing up to be into that shit. You you you're into what you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. And if there's like young kids seeing 15-year-old girls vaginas, I don't know, that's I don't know. I don't know how that shit works, dude. Or I don't either. Even, but just the fact that it's <laughs> happening, it's happening to our society. It where makes it's me uncomfortable. Okay. Makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's it's like the argument of like the rape culture too is like, well, you know, don't wear that if you don't want to get raped. It's like it's kind of stupid to say that, but at the same time, you see what they're wearing. It seems like they're like they want attention. You know, whether you whether it's it's more than they want, they're expecting eyes and they get hands. It's like, why are you wearing that? Just give me a read, like, but because I can. It's like, so what? Like, I could walk outside with an AK forty seven every day if I wanted to, and not an AK forty seven, but an M sixteen, and and I could do that, but everyone around me would feel weird, and so I don't. So why are you wearing a crop top and fucking a thong to the mall, Brittany? <laughs> well, I, I don't care. Like, why do you want to be topless in New York City? It, what's the point? You That's just want attention. Nipples. Nipples through the shirt is a new thing. It's no bra. It's all nipples. Like, I mean, that's not a new thing. That's always been a thing, but that's just super common now. Just, hey, everyone, look at my tits. No, no bra. Like, what is, I just, yeah, I just don't, I want to, I just don't get it. I understand that sometimes, yeah, it doesn't matter. I should be able to just throw in a shirt. Totally fine. But if you're going out somewhere where there's going to be a lot of people, why are you doing that? Like, I don't, I don't walk outside in basketball, like thin basketball shorts with my dick and balls showing to everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm not wearing fucking gray sweatpants with no fucking yes. underwear to, to Starbucks on a fucking Thursday at, at noon. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So yeah. why are you doing that at a football game, Brittany? What's come, the point? Calm down, ladies. Culture Cat is not advocating for rape. He's just saying... Stop dressing like little whores. That's all he's trying to say. I'm saying you're going to get attention and you can't control how much and what kind. That's all I'm saying. Some guys can't hold themselves back. Some guys have a fucking mental problem. Some guys, you don't know. And and, and the more that you're allowing that, that's like, would you let your boyfriend do that? Would you let your boyfriend go out like to a strip club with no fucking underwear on in sweatpants and then be like, well, he he could wear whatever he wants. It's like, no, you know what he's doing. He's inviting some kind of attention. Yeah. So it's just, it's annoying when they go with that fucking, yeah. I just want to be free bullshit. It's like, I, I, I hear you, but you can't do that. If I want to be free and kill my neighbor, I can't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to be free and have sex with the girl next door, I can't just go have sex with her. <laughs> it's dumb. Preach. Preach. I also understand that the argument then would be, that the be, intruding upon somebody's body isn't freedom, and I get that. Um, but you know what you're doing when you're wearing something around young guys. So, yeah, they know what all. they're doing, dude. That's they know what's up. They should not get raped. Absolutely not. No. I don't think so. No, but not. some guys are crazy, just like some girls are crazy, and you can't control how much they think you're. you're yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're better off if you just wear like a fucking. You know, parka. You know, no, some... not even that. Just wear like wear like a sports bra <laughs> that's joking. comfortable. Like you know, no, it just I, doesn't. I know some shit is a little over the like. Not even like like I'll see I'll see some women in the grocery store where it's like 
they're sexy, and then there's like, what the fuck is she doing? She's yeah. missing articles of clothing. And what and part of you goes, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. But like the other part of you goes, oh yeah. man, like that shouldn't be here. Yeah. It's not good. It's definitely not good. And as a as a as a married as a married man, I will say that like I mean I women still exist and I still look, but it's a it's like why you're making it s- such a silly struggle. Why don't you fucking keep your titties to yourself and keep your vagina inside of your leggings? Because I'm an honest, loyal, loving husband. Damn it. And it's just, it's just more to fucking, I don't know, I think hopefully there'll be more modesty in the future. Well, yeah, but the other thing to that is, like, I'm even cool with yoga pants. Like, I oh, get yeah, it. Yeah, those yeah, are comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, wear those. That's not too much. That's fair. But why are your jeans all no, the way up saying, your vagina? When, vagina? when their vagina pops out of their pants. I'm cool with yoga pants, but you know it's on purpose when they camel toe themselves or when they wear see-through ones or, like... There will be there'll be some uh, yoga pants or tights where it's like I can fucking see through those. You're basically naked when the sun shines on you. Yeah. And I don't even know how we got here. We 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 me get, either. Sorry. It's <laughs> a all little good, break dude. from politics. I we guess. started talking about boobs and stuff, and <laughs> we got lost a little bit. But did you see um, Elon Musk's tweet that he got tested four times for COVID? And two of them came back positive and two of them came back negative. I did. The same day, the same nurse, the same procedure, everything. And then there was the um, Erica Badu one where she got tested in two different nostrils and one came back positive and one came back negative. Yeah. And then I was telling you, I know someone who went to go get a test and they they wanted the rapid results. And the doctor said, no, we don't do that because they're never accurate. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so so how can, many of these tests have been done? How many of these cases were done with the rapid test? All of them. Isn't good enough. <laughs> Seven million new cases in Vancouver. Today. Yeah, well, the numbers are going up, apparently. and uh, Always going up. So it's I not, hate. it's just, it's just. Dude, are they counting people that got better? Like, are they still, are they counting people that got better in March? Oh, they might be. It's like, yeah. are they counting people who are like right now sick, or are they That's counting true. just like, yeah, we haven't, we're counting, we're still counting uh, Jeff Thomas from fucking Wisconsin who got better in March, or like who never had any. Days. They're counting all the people who are asymptomatic too. Yeah, which is dumb. That's the thing that pisses me off the most is they got to stop treating healthy people like they're fucking sick. That's a problem for me, dude. Like if they were to be like. If you're sick and showing signs of uh, fucking, you know, having a cold or flu symptoms or anything, then just please wear a mask in public. I would be way more acclimated to be like, all right, fair. I'm fucking sneezing and shit and there's something going around. Or I'm coughing and sound like shit and feel like shit. I should probably wear a mask or probably even avoid going out in general. But just the fact that they've they've successfully brainwashed a fucking huge huge population to just submissively act like retarded fucking sheep and wear masks even though they're not sick and i know a i know all a grip of people that just do it to avoid conflict which is a lot of people which is still mm-hmm. part of a fucking problem in a weird way 
Well, yeah, because no matter why you're being complicit, you're being complicit. And that's... Yeah. It just... It's... Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate. A lot of businesses had to comply because they would lose their license or go um, be shut down if they... Um, they had any reports for being the stem of the cause. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fear. A lot of it's fear. Not, it's not an easy solution. The problem is, is that the what what the media should be doing is they should be saying, "Hey, look, this is a new virus. We don't know much about it. At first, we overreacted. We thought it was pretty fucking bad. Now we know we're not going to do this, 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 and this." And oh, here, this is what we learned about the virus today. I've never heard that before i've never heard chris cuomo come on and go all right so today we learned that we're not supposed to put people on ventilators because if you put people on ventilators then they become dependent on them and then they're more likely to die we've also learned today that advil causes more rapid symptoms to occur and leading deeper into the illness um they don't do that there's never a new breaking of oh hey guys we thought that this was going to work but instead this does and if you drink apple juice and this then you have more of a chance of not catching it it's never – it's just – it's all just we have another case today and no one's taking it seriously. People at, at, at Walmart are walking in without their masks and, and they're just, people can't do anything about it. And that's all it is. That's all it is. Dr. Fauci says we should lock down. Trump says we shouldn't. Can you believe this? And it's – we don't know anything about COVID-19. <laughs> did you see um, – <laughs> sorry. Did you see Tim Dillon's video where he is uh, Fauci's brother? Or something. No. <laughs> he had like a whole TBS had like a funny skit competition where people send in funny videos and there's like a competition and he just made like a bunch of shitty ones and he was showing them on his he was showing some of them on his podcast and he was all pissed off about how t- uh, TBS went in Arum and shit <laughs> and he just like threw a wig on and he's just like in the bathroom and he's like ah forget about it and it's just like terrible <laughs> he's like filling up a glass full of water and just like drinking it sounds like you have to watch it to see it I'm doing it zero fucking justice <laughs> at all but like Tim Dillon fucking I could tell that um that he is like he was in, he's like Alex Jones mixed with Chris Farley. <laughs> well, you see, can tell I, I got the impression that he, he was very, now I, until he did the podcast with Rogan and Alex Jones, but I still haven't watched it. I just thought he was very anti it because he always, he always walks the line with sarcasm. Yeah, I think that's to maintain a fan base, and you're right. In his podcast with Alex, though, you could definitely t- – he says that, like, it was a big deal for him to be there, and he was mm-hmm. there for a reason, and he said he was a fan, and he used to, like, go to sleep to InfoWars and shit. So, like, even mm-hmm. though he does he does make fun of him. Like, for instance, I used to watch InfoWars, too. And then, you, he, dude, Alex – Alex Jones got crazier and crazier. He had like a demise. You can watch his older documentaries like Endgame and stuff like that. And he was like kind of collected. You know what I mean? You watch his older shit when he was a younger man. He's gotten, he's well, gone off the rails. He's gotten crazier and crazier with his personality and just more comfortable being him and well, fucking yeah, because nutty and to be probably fair, alcoholism and shit too. Like he, no, he goes on Rogan with shit faced. Yeah, well, alcoholism would mean that he would take a lot for him to get shit faced, and because it doesn't, means he doesn't drink very often. But the well, fact I don't know that what she's drinking on there, but the fact that you, we right now are experiencing it, we have a truth. 
And the truth is the election was rigged. Trump is the president. Biden's part of the communist um, regime of China. You have all these, all these connections that we know are the truth. And every single person that we come in contact with is repeating that there's no evidence for election fraud. COVID is going to kill everybody and everything. We're an asshole for not wearing a mask. And he's been fighting that for literally three decades. Telling people, no, this is the truth. No, you're fucking crazy. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, eventually, that switch goes off where you stop trying to fit into society because you're not going to get anyone who's brainwashed. He's only going to get the people who are going to listen. And the people who are going to listen are going to be entertained by him screaming, they're turning the frogs gay because (laughs) they know what he means. Or they're going to hear him out. They, They pulled his Tim Pool episode. Already? They pulled it because... What Tim think? Because Tim said that, or because Alex goes like, honestly, honestly, I think Bill Gates should face a firing squad. Honestly, I think that Bill Gates. Yeah, should and then face Tim Pool says, squad. Tim and Tim's says, like, come on, dude, do seriously, it. don't do that. Like, seriously, don't do that. I'm Tim Pool. I'm a fucking. I'm a little fucking. Yeah, it was guy. a really weird moment. I, I remember. Yeah, it, well, it was he really makes weird. everything weird, dude. And I can tell he's just trying to keep, dude. You can tell Tim well. Tim Pool is doing well for himself, and that's great. I'm really not hating on him i'm happy for him and i watch his videos but you can tell he's trying to keep his living he's trying not to piss off his boss he just like moved. his boss is youtube yeah and he's got a nice place and a nice studio and everything and i'm honestly i like tim and i understand what he's doing and why he's doing it and it's just it's just whatever no he's playing the problem fucking games is with youtube censorship youtube doesn't mean shit if no one watches your stuff and he's already pissed off the left, so now he but he's, needs. But he's the getting right. more videos, dude. He's getting more viewers right now because everyone's pulled. But like him and Bongino and Crowder, there's like yes. three fucking people left. So he's doing way better now. Well, there's everyone's going to like all of them now. There's Officer there's Tatum. To watch. There's the the black guy from Alabama. I can't remember his name right now. There's um, Candace Owens. Yeah, there's, she has there, a show. Yeah. Yeah, there I are. She I mean, just did like a PragerU thing like once a month or something. I thought she had a show. Um, she does on Prager. But like, Sorry. he's gonna. What I'm saying is, he's gonna piss. He's gonna piss off the people who are listening to him if he doesn't start being a little bit less of a pussy. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. That's the game you have to play. You either you either mm. listen to the boss and then get on, or and no one listens to you. Like Rogan is starting to experience. And he's got to make a decision. He just moved. He talks about his new house. Like he's, I also, I was thinking about it too. And I know I listen to the guy talk and I hear him go back and forth. I know how he fucking feels. If I was in a room alone with him and I could actually get how he feels, I I, I have a good feeling. I know what that dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, I just think he's also important for people still in the middle or people who haven't followed, everything or people who aren't in the truth movement and haven't been doing this he, he's a good mediator to bring people over still to them True. he's very rational to them he's like okay um tim pool you know what i mean the fact that he's still the, the fact that he's acting like biden's the president right now for your average person who's still not red-pilled that's an entry level for them to come yeah. over you know what i'm right. saying and I, and I just yeah. i have to respect that and just because i'm farther over one way I can't be mad at it, but yeah, he's the, you're right. He's got to be a and he is, dude. He's so confusing. Like his first video of the day will be like, 
Biden's the president. Uh, Biden, Biden, I'm a little poop face. And then the next video would be like, Trump's legal team is Godzilla. They're fucked. And then the next video is like, uh, the the case is dropped. Trump's a fucking homo. And it's like, geez, dude, he's just all over the place. And and something he said, to be fair, he was like, because he reads the news, which he's a good source because the news is bullshit and we need someone just like Steven Crowder watches CNN all day so he can make fun of it and show us clips. He, Tim Pool reads all these stupid fucking shitty stories that the deep state writes and then tells us like he he's still an asset. But right now he's saying that like there's no like middle ground. It's like all the media is saying Biden's the president and then he's like so confused. He's never been more confused. And I think he's waking up that the media is bullshit. I think he's waking up and he's a journalist himself. So it's probably really disappointing. And like, it's like realizing Santa's not real and shit or like, you you know, like he's he's probably realizing right now, like, fuck man. Like the more the shit that comes out, if Trump becomes the president, like fucking, I don't know how much faith Tim is going to, or anyone is going to have in journalism. And mainstream journalism, which we still need. Like, mainstream well, journalism still has needs a place. Like, YouTubers like you and I or podcasters, we still need shit to talk about what actual journalists go out and travel the country and do actually cover stories. We can't just be, like, a country that covers news with Twitter. You know what I mean? We, st- we, need, to, uh, we need to fucking do some work on journalism and restructure everything. Yeah, I mean, 100%. That's the... That is the reason why I made bets. Um, oh yeah, with people. I can't wait for that over Trump because normally I wouldn't do anything about it. I would just I'd be quiet. I don't make bets on my teams. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't think it's bad luck. I just don't do it. And um, with this, I felt like I needed to put my money where my mouth was to show that my information that I I was getting was more on the money than CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, that that somebody that I know constantly just needs them to tell them what the what the information is. And after I made the bet, I first made it for 20 bucks, like the day after the election or two days after the election. And then um, a couple of days ago, I was like, yo, do you want to up that bet? And they were like, what do you mean? I thought you'd want to drop out by now. And I was like, no. Um, and then I said, look, just do me a favor. We upped it to, uh, to a hundred bucks, but, um, I said, just do me a favor. Like if you need to realize if Trump does win and there's a reason why I'm not paying you yet, you know, it's obviously not over. If Trump does win, you seriously need to ask yourself where your news was, why they were so wrong and why they lied to you about it. That's all I want. And he was like, okay, dude, if there's evidence, then I'll seriously question it. And I go, okay, fine. But like you really need to question why the polls were so off, why Biden was projected to be the winner when there wasn't, why Twitter was involved, why Twitter was censoring the president when he said there was fraud, why, you know, all of it. You have yeah. to question it. And they agreed. And that's that's the most important thing that after this election is is finally resolved, there are going to twist the narrative, especially depending on how it's broken down. They're, they're going to blame the Supreme Court. They're going to blame the House for voting. But they are going to break it down and they're going to go, well, we projected Joe Biden based on this. If they prove the Dominion thing, that's why I think it's the Kraken, that breaks everything. There's really no way around that. 
everybody was complicit in that, especially Fox News. They played a huge part in that in calling Arizona with 1% of the votes in. That was strategically done um, to perpetuate Joe Biden as the winner of this election. And they were 100% complicit. And if they can prove that, then that shatters the entire illusion of every news station that that, that was reporting on any of this for the past four years. Man, I hope that happens. That'll be amazing. Man, I really hope that these holidays are extra special this year. You know, it's been one sh- fucking shitstorm of a year. And it's honestly getting mentally and physically exhausting. I mean, it was mentally and physically exhausting a few months ago. But it's just getting to the point where it's like, we need a climax. We need... um we need an end to this, like this timeline, this story. We need release. Yeah, we need something, dude. And fuck, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a party. I'm gonna take a week off work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna invent a new holiday. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, um, Tommy G's timeline from his source or whatever was saying that everything will be done by the end of the holidays. So, and there's. There's so his we'll know if his source is legit or not. Cause did I tell you? Did you listen to that podcast? Uh, I only got like through a good part, like I don't know, maybe yeah. a good thirty minutes. He said that there's audio clips of uh, somebody really prominent, somebody high up saying, "At midnight, we go to war to take our country back." And there's a there's an audio re- recording of someone big saying that. Yeah, and, I think the um, quote the quote was when America goes to sleep tonight, we go to war and win our country back. Yeah. And then uh, uh we need like we need more in reference to uh ballots. Um and there's like a few more. So we'll be able to confirm his source if it was legit. I always like that. I always like conspiracy theories or like little sources where we're going to find out for sure if it's true or not. There's like a deadline to it. Just like JFK Jr. was supposed to come back like last month and no one wants to talk about that. I never believed that. I didn't really either. I mean, it was fun, but no one wants to talk about how it passed and it's fucking nonsense. Like, well, it's going to happen later. Why was that a thing? I never believed that. It was always a Q conspiracy off of Q. Like it, it's not a it's not a Q thing. It's like a group of Q uh, supporters believe it. It's not like in the main narrative. And I, I even think Q said he wasn't JFK Jr. I think they straight up asked Q and he said no. Mm-hmm. But it's still a thing. Yeah, it's still he said Vince he was dead. Fusca dude is not fucking JFK. Like. The dude's too short to be him. There's like many reasons why it's not him. Um, I don't know. Dude, that would be fucking crazy. I hope he's alive for fuck's sakes. I just my, my main point was they said he was gonna come back October 17th for some reason, and they were confident about it. It passed, and it clearly didn't happen, obviously. And it's just so my point is I love conspiracy theories that we can prove if they're true or not. There's an ending to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So if this shit doesn't happen by the holidays, and we just know that was fucking bullshit. I guess, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's... Same thing with Austin Steinbart. Like, fucker. <laughs> that little fuck. That is Time... still really interesting. Is he still in jail? 
I don't know what the fuck is going on with that dude, but he said he owned that giant compound that was like, that's in Cave Creek, Arizona. And like that he was going to move in there with his wife and shit. And his, his wife left him. It's just like, it's kind of sad actually. Could have been a different or a different wife, but yeah, yeah you never know. I, I, Dude, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Austin Steinbart comes back and he's like, ha, ha, you fucking dummies. I'm cute. That'd be fucking funny. That'd be a weird twist to the whole thing, but I really doubt it. He was another one of those, like, conspiracy theories that we'll know if they're true or not, and I'm pretty sure he's not fucking cute at this point. Yeah, I don't think The, the whole him from the future and the whole Neuralink thing kind of drove me away. I was like, all right. It seems like this motherfucker's watched a lot of science fiction movies and just like making shit up. For sure. I mean, he was, he got really weird. And then, yeah. like, then the house he was staying at kind of imploded and like people were like ratting and he had like, he had gossip yeah. podcasts where he was just clearing up some gossip shit. And it was like, and, what the fuck is going on? And they were all like really dorky, dude. Like a bunch of like dorky very cult like feeling which is weird because some of those girls were actually kind of hot <laughs> <laughs> it's usually so, how it happens dude that's how they get right? guys there's always like some hot girls in a cult isn't there that's mm-hmm. what that was his whole point that's he's probably fucking, girls, he was probably dude. fucking all of them that little little dork <laughs> but uh yeah us and our tangents i think i think tonight's episode was pretty much just us venting to each other it's been fucking wild it's been a wild wild fucking adventure well i think i think it all kind of ties in though even like that the rape culture comment was about the the politics of the left and and how they twist things oh yeah no it all fits in but yeah it all fits in i think we were definitely venting we needed that i want to eventually turn this podcast you know into something more fun like it will, I, it's, yeah, it's it impossible will not to talk about this shit right now. It's like impossible. Everyone's life is just up in the air. Everyone's just waiting. Well, yeah. yeah. Especially if we go on a fucking six six week mandate. Yeah, fuck that. But you and I, we're gonna go watch the whole. We're gonna go watch Songbird this weekend, huh? We're gonna rush to the theater to go see Michael Bay's new movie about COVID. Dude, because that's what wait. I want to do right now. I got a I got a songbird mask. It's being delivered by Amazon <laughs> right now. It has a built-in metal straw, so I can just drink straight from the cup. It's fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah. Well, everybody, I think that's all for tonight. I'm gonna go smoke a little swede and hit the sack. Culture cat. Any last thoughts for tonight? Um, I'll just say what I always say. I think it's become my tagline. It's just stay positive and optimistic. And um, I think this is the most entertaining. This is the new part. The, the other part about staying positive is what I say always. This part right now is different. Um, I just think that this is literally the most entertaining time to be alive. It's terrifying, but we have in, insight on events that we've never had before. Um, we have cameras in the room listening to the media have a meltdown when Mike Pence leaves rather than reading about it in the paper the next day. Um, so enjoy it while you can, even how scary and nerve wracking it actually is. Make sure to follow yeah. me at the conspiracy ape at conspiracy ape on Instagram at conspiracy ape. Um, no, at the zoo's news at Twitter, but I think I got canned from Twitter. That fucking shit. Um, the culture cat on Instagram, 
You can go to thezoosnews.com for everything. And uh, now you can record us a little voice message there. Um, fucking ask us any questions or just, you know, make fart noises or whatever. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And um, until next time, take it easy. Peace. I like hot messes and dresses. Dirty hoes and thugs. Well. Bitches wearing my winter flannel. No panties under them clothes. I like Megan's and leggings. Ashley's on their knees. Brittany's in bikinis. Stephanie's in Capri. Denise's in one pieces. And Belize on the beaches. My name isn't James, but I want inside them giant pieces. I like sluts, receipt, cups, them pups. They bounce up and down like their butts. Twerking on my nuts. It's nuts. The guts it takes to take such a big dip like this. Just say that it's too much. I like bitches in kitchens with dubbing mittens on their hands. Baking dank marijuana brownies for the man. I like broads and scream, oh my god, I wanna fucking run. With bodies of goddesses, I promise I'm a nah. Eat the pussy like YCs, take head like murder bees. 69s, suck each other at the same time. Fuck you under one condition, I got my vision. Hear me out on my mission. Whipped cream in the boobs and booty and pull out your iPhone. Stop checking me, I'm horny like a right now. I know I go hard, I grow in my clothes when the words flow. And the words flow like a period, period, the end.